Let's get ready to throw down. So awesome. Welcome to the show, everybody. We are talking about accountability today because it is super important because if you don't have some accountability, you don't have goals. In my opinion, you have dreams. Clint is making these huge, <laughs> like slow blinks, slow blinks. Like Bambi. So, um, whose idea was this topic? Was it, was this my topic? No, this is Paul's idea. So Paul's in the booth, so he can't chime in, but you know, um, I think accountability takes some different forms, right? You can have an accountability partner. You can just be like Clint and just be accountable to yourself and, not, well, not need any outside reinforcement. Okay, so you hit on a topic or the topic accountability, and in, and rightfully so, it's going to be different for everybody in everybody's industry. But there's mm-hmm. some 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 key components to accountability that I think affect everybody, regardless of the industry and what you sell or what you do, because it's um, like your accountant. And my accountant, when they get our books, they follow certain standards mm-hmm. to produce results to give you information back sure. so you can make some decisions. And that's what accountability does in your life, right? If you're writing some of this stuff down, you're holding yourself to a plan. You're putting a timetable together, usually. And you're you're categorizing the different aspects of whatever you're trying to accomplish, so can can you be accountable without a plan? Yeah. I yes. Ask Clint. Absolutely. How? I, I disagree. Oh, how? No, how? Oh, how? Yeah. I mean, you have a plan, it's just maybe not on paper, right? Exactly. Okay, but that's different than not having a plan. You're just saying yeah. I, right. the form of the plan I is sell, written. I want to sell $35 million this year, <laughs> but I don't have a plan. I don't have any way of getting there. How, how does anybody hold oh, me accountable? All you have is a goal. You yeah. don't have a plan, and, and there's no accountability to, to, to But to some people, that's all the plan you need. No, yeah. absolutely not. I think Clint is very mentally, he has his Challenge. plan. He has, <laughs> no, I think he has his plan. Challenge in his accepting. Head. <laughs> <laughs> um, Put your on. crayons hold on, down. No, no, and, go ahead. That's okay. I just think some people, and Clint's an example of this, that he has the plan in his head. He he's and I'm kinda like that too, but I have found being more accountable on paper does keep you more stringent to a more exact plan where you're not just kind of what you were talking about earlier, just haphazardly going about your days. Yeah. But here's what also occurs too, right? You're I don't know, your plan for the day. You know, what am I going to get it done today? And mm-hmm. so you jot some notes down or you have it in your head or wherever you have it. But Still if, have a plan. But, but it's there. But you get that phone call that's distracting or something that there takes you yeah. off a task. Where do you go? Where were you in the process of accomplishing what you needed to accomplish? And if you have to go back and mentally run through the Rolodex, maybe that's doable. It's just not in my world. I was going to say, I've got to have it down yeah. so that I can say, wait a second, uh, noon. I eat my peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and then I take mm-hmm. my nap, and then cartoons come on, and then, <laughs> oh, God. oh, wow, you know, wow, it's 5 o'clock, time to go home. <laughs> you know, Big Pharma is, and I'm sure there's other companies that do it, but Big Pharma is really big on, um, not to be redundant using big, but they really require their sales team to keep such a regimental um just this plan that they spend so much time and have conference meeting, you know, conference calls. And it, it took away. I'm so glad when I was in pharma that I, when I started, I, he, he basically, my boss basically said, go out and make some calls and make some money. And he would call me. I think I've said this before. He would call him. You're not even going to believe what your check is. And I'm like, I don't want to know what my check is. I want to know how much success I had by the amount of so that account of that the was amount a, of what? the amount of Didn't calls I made that were okay. successful. So that made me be a, that was my accountability because I saw the success. But I don't I think someone lets an eye like Al, I think he really does need to have a written down plan because he does have peanut butter jelly and cartoons in his day that screw up his whole plan. Well, and I think everybody that, does though, right? I don't know. I don't know if Clint and I are like that as much. I have I I want to accomplish what I have in my head. I want to do each day. I think it's important to you because that's you. You just need all your ducks in a row, you know. Well, for me, I you know, 
we hit the nail on the head, right? There, there are parts of selling that I like and there are parts of selling that I don't, right? And so if I have a day and there's a section of my day and it's like coming up on the period of time where I have to like follow up and, you know, do the things that I don't really like to do. I like having conversations. I don't like following up or creating scopes of work. So when I have to do that and then the phone rings and, and then I allow myself to take that call and stuff like that, then everything kind of gets scattered and everybody has got parts of the role that they like and the parts of the role that they don't like, right? And the things that you don't like are super easy to be like, I'm going to do that later. I'm going to do that later, right? So without a plan for me, I, I even, even me being a C, right? If I don't have like my plan and my priorities in place and stuff like this, then other stuff gets in the way, right? I'll hop into my email when I'm supposed to be doing follow-ups or, you know, creating content or doing something else. And so, for me, it is like keeps me on track, right? With, with goals and priorities. And then I can communicate that with like other people in my life, right? Like mm-hmm. Melissa who works on my team and we're, you know, together, she comes up and she's like, Hey, can you do this? And I'm like, well, I got to do this and this and this, this feels like it's more important than this right now. And she, and she's like, cool, I get it. But she knows my goals and knows what I knows where I'm trying to go to. So that makes my life easier. Whereas before we started working together, right. And I was just working from home. Everybody, Everybody who doesn't work for themselves or work from home just assumes that when you work for yourself, you're just always available. Hey, can you go run this errand for me? Or can you go do this? Or can you pick me up from the airport? And it's like, no, I can't do those things. I'm working. I'm at work. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that that I've started doing that I think helps with accountability is I've I've got a, um, a day timer that's got four categories because I have different divisions and different things that require you know, a different skill set. Humble brag. Go ahead. But one of them, so I list and I list <laughs> okay. and I list. And on the fourth column, it just says Al, right? And f- <laughs> on that column, you know, starting at seven o'clock and going through the entire day, mm-hmm. there are days that I write down exactly what I did. Okay. And I'm completely disappointed by the end of the day because <laughs> I've spent too much. If you really look at where you're spending the time, oh, yeah. most of us are going to say, I goof off too much. If you're really honest about now, not everybody. See, I, I don't think that at all. Like, no, I don't. And I'm not really? saying you do. I say that I do. I oh, get distracted I and, that's why and I, think, I spend I, too I much you, time. What do you, Clint, do you think you waste a lot of time? Nothing, none of my time's wasted. That's the way I feel. Like, wow. yeah, keep telling yourself that. <laughs> Me breathing's fortunate for you guys. <laughs> I don't think that, but the gift. I do think we're just going to call you the gift. The gift. Oh man, I love it so much. As if it's the first time I've heard that. <laughs> oh, I'm not even original with it. Here I'm trying to be witty and failing miserably here. So, um, so can do you think that you can have real accountability without having someone else included? Do you think that you? Uh, so this I is, can do a lot of things my, without somebody else included. <laughs> so I'm assuming accountability would fall into that category as well. That's my biggest failure with accountability is because I expect everybody to be accountable like I'm accountable for myself, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're if you do this X job and I do Y job, and it takes us to you know to work together to get yeah. a task done, I expect you to have your end covered, not for me to go check on you or you to come check on me you know, in between periodically before we get to that meeting. Like that's crazy to me. But that's interesting because you and I have talked about in the past that whenever there's an, there's an outside component who you don't know and don't trust. I mean, even when we were launching this thing, you were, you were like, look, I'm going to crush. I don't know about the rest of you guys, you yeah. know, before we started. And, uh, how's like, that worked out for you? Pretty awesome. <laughs> so doesn't that kind of counteract with this idea that like no one gets any credit until you show that you can do it? So why would you give anyone the benefit of the doubt of being accountable to the things that they say they're going to well, do? I just think that because you have to, because sometimes. It, you can't do it all yourself. Professional world, right? You're hired to do a job. Yeah. We, mm-hmm. hopefully when you got hired on, you got vetted out and your resume said you could do this. We agreed. Mm-hmm. You got hired. Okay. Now you need to go do your shit. Right. Yeah. And so when we come back together, I shouldn't have, Oh, well, I didn't get it done on time. Like, what do you mean you didn't get it? You had a goal. You said you could do it. Go do it, right? Do you have any patience for that whenever someone comes and <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I mean, I mean well, then you're really telling not. me yeah, everything but works as it should no, no. on the time frame that it should. There's, there's no construction, modification. No less. Yeah, there's there's reasoning. <laughs> doesn't work that way. No, no. There's reasoning of, you know, maybe legitimate reasoning why you didn't get to the, to the end game. And I'm okay. Let's assess that. And how do we make it better? I'm always game with that, but don't just tell me I didn't get it done. But you, you c- can't c- tell me you haven't heard. Well, I'm waiting on the client to get no, no, me that's these what I'm specs that's so le- that I can. But that's do- a legitimate reason. Okay, right? but what I'm saying those do come up, no doubt. Okay, I'm just saying that 
don't come to me and tell me I didn't get it done because now you're trying to make me hold your own accountability Edward. in my accountability. Now I have to make you part of my accountability, and that's fucked up because you're a professional in this game, or you're an adult. Let's just say that. But at, you know? okay, so let me ask you this question: As a leader of a team, don't you like want to step in and kind of build accountability steps with everybody on your team? I mean, I give them goals, right? I mean that that is my account. That that's what I'm talking about is that I trust everybody on my team to get their shit handled because right? you've told them because I have, yeah, because I have my shit to handle. Right? right. And when we put it all together, we're a successful team. But when there's a, you know, a weak link in the chain because somebody screwed off that day or now I will agree. Uh, I will point this out too. Sometimes it people, they're not getting things done because they're just not getting it done. Yeah. Right? You can make all the yeah. excuses on like they didn't give it to me. Well, did you call them back a second time? Absolutely. Did yeah. you yeah. did you stay ever diligent on getting that information? Because that's half the battle sometimes mm-hmm. in these games that we have to play called business. You know, so to to that point, some of this stuff you're like, how hard did you push your level of accountability or desire to do your job sure. to be part of this equation that you knew had a hard right. stop right here? Being yeah. better than them, you know, you can't expect someone to be as accountable uh, as you. And and not. what I'm saying is, after you've you've trained, you've given everybody the proper tools. That's a huge right. part of it, huge. right? Is Excellent. is giving everybody one the proper, make sure they have the education that they need to to do the job that they're going to do the training, um, just the physical tools, the computers, the, the technology to do what I'm asking you to do. If all of that's covered and goals are set, I mean, the excuse is on yourself at that point in my book, unless there's legitimate reasons of why, right? There's things that happen. I get that. I'm just saying the excuse of, I didn't get it done today. Why? Right now I'm in your business. But do you care about the why though? Right, because I mean, I mean, isn't well, I have it, isn't it pretty black and white for you? I mean, do you I mean, care? you tell you tell me that a couple of times, and it's just over. Okay, right. So, very specifically, and then we can move on. But I have one last question about this idea. You inherited this team that you're managing now, mm-hmm. right? For the most part, and so I get it. If you're part of the vetting and the hiring and process and everything else, right? You know, you're going to have a sure. probably a deeper level of trust. But with you inheriting this team, right, and how do you like, like, do you walk in the door saying, okay, cool. I'm with this company and I'm going to trust that they did the right thing. And I got to trust these guys or in the back of your head, are you like, man, I don't know if you guys are going to make it. Yeah. A little bit of all. Right. Yeah. I mean, okay. so probably the first couple weeks that I was there, I remember having conversations with my boss saying, look, I, I, it's a little unusual for me because I've been tiptoeing on people's feelings. Right. Cause there's a lot of tenure here mm-hmm. and I don't want to just come in storming and being that, you know, that guy. So for probably one of the first times in my life, I actually took a step back and assessed and, and it took me about a whole two weeks to realize where everybody's skill sets were at. And I'm still learning those, you know, advanced skill sets of what people can and can't do. Um, But yeah, I mean, inheriting a team, there's still a checklist in in my head of where they need to be and what they, in in my head, I have a timeline, Mm -hmm. you know, of, Okay, if you know June hits and they're not here, you know time to make a decision, right? And they know that, right? So, so then uh, that brings up there are indicators, short term and long term indicators that you need to be looking for that will help you with that accountability, right? For sure. Have you met the benchmarks? Where are you in the process? And sometimes, if you, sometimes it's just about an adjustment, right? Where I've set my time frames too short. I need to extend these because sure. it takes a little bit longer yeah. than you I anticipated. Ramp up of like a, of like a new salesperson. Right? Sure. Yeah. And and so uh, again, it's not a perfect science. I mean, but you can say we do understand how many hours there are in a day, what my work day looks like, what my week looks like, and then begin to figure out how to be successful within certain time frames. Oh, I'm I'm a true believer in that. That you start with revision one of a plan. And by the time the task gets finished, you're probably on revision 100. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, oh, sure. for sure. I mean, that goes and from, Particularly in your business. I was going to say, in construction, it happens oh. by the minute, oh, right? Yeah. And then even going back to my old life of, like, combat, right? You draw up all the stuff with sticks and rocks in the sand you want, but what actually happens sure. is too many there's too many people on the other side that are going to change up all that And there's stuff, weather right? and there's, but, you know, but things that, relates, that change. Sure, that relates to a customer in sales, right? Sure. He's going to screw your plan up. He's not playing yeah. your playbook. Yeah. Right? You can have you can have it. It's a good idea to 
prep, but chances are it's not going to go exactly. But starting with a template, then it's like a roadmap, right? Well, so if I'm going down the freeway and I run into traffic and I've got a you're laughing. I am laughing, but go ahead, finish your thought. I'll tell you. No, I'm just simply saying that I, I've got five outs for traffic on the freeway. Yeah. Because I have to get to where I'm going, and I probably need to be there as close to on time as possible. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. So I think you and I are saying the same thing. We're just talking about it differently, right? Because like a minute ago, you said that there are like short-term indicators and long-term indicators, right? And if you go back and listen to our KPI episode, then that's exactly the same thing. Because let's I wasn't say, sure we could even say that, so that's why I didn't – anyway. Go no, ahead. no, yeah, okay. We we can talk about our own shows because we're 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 awesome, according to Clint. Well, he is anyway. Um, but so let's say that you hire. No, I meant the term KPI. Oh, okay. I forgot we actually oh, yeah. used that in Absolutely. an episode. Yeah, yeah. It's leading indicator KPI, yeah. key predictive indicator, whatever you want to call it. But let's say that you go hire a salesperson, mm-hmm. right? Are you really just going to be like, okay, cool? Here's your goal. See ya. Go make it happen. Absolutely. Depends not. on how you hired them. What do you mean? I mean, if a guy's been in that business for if 20 they're dragging, years, if they're bringing stuff, their own yeah, clients, I mean, then yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to grab a 30 year sales guy that's been doing this and killing it for another company, and you get him to come over. Now and sit then, down with then, me. Let's yeah. see, let, let me look at what you're doing because I've I got mean, some suggestions. I, I, I work in I work in reverse a little bit. Probably for you, it's more like, well, let's go see what you got, right? And mm-hmm. we'll sit down. And, uh, you know, I'm assessing you all the time, and in three or four months, I have a goal in my head at at Mark Three. I need him to be here, and if he's not. Now I need to get into his accountability, and that bothers me, right? That that's where that's why I say that's where I have my biggest failures in accountability is because, dude, you've been doing this for thirty years. I mean, you killed it over there. What you know? Why not? Why aren't you killing it here? Right? Okay. So then, what happens when that guy says, "Hey, it's coming, boss. Just I just need a little bit more time." I, I just. Need, I, but see, now I'm in your you accountability. You lose faith, though, right? But I'm in your accountability now, so when, it's like, show me. When right? you step into that accountability role, are you already kind of like over that person? You specifically as a D, right? You oh, hired this guy. You gave him a goal. Yeah. You give him kind of like a ramp-up time, which you might not communicate with him, which I don't know if that's you know super fair. But you're just kind of like you have these expectations that are not clearly communicated. Sure. So in so, my mind, they are crystal clear. Well, of course they are. I know. Right? And this is part of the, part of the, absolutely part of the so struggle when, of a D when we sit down on day one, I'm like, all right, man, you know, we got, you know, 30 million to sell this year. I need you to be at, you know, 8 million in month three. I'm good to go. Hey, no problem, boss. Got it. I'll go kill it. To me, that's a crystal clear path that you, that we agreed upon. Mm-hmm. It's not for that person. Probably. It's not for that person. I, yeah, I know. And I that, that's why I say this is a, Work in progress, right? Is I'm it? like, you said three million, or you yeah. said thirty million. Sorry, Mister Zero. Yeah. There. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, boss. Uh, okay. And so, and so, I think that what happens is that that kind of conversation happens a lot, right? You get hired as a sales role, right? And you get because I, I can remember uh, applying and getting this job with a bank, and they wanted me to go, uh, like, go out to like businesses, like, uh, say, like. Um, like a supermarket and set up a table, get, get permission to set up a table and sign up people for bank accounts there. And nice. I was, I like the guy was asking me, Hey, I you know, the banking industry, so scummy. And when I, we have all these fees we want. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing was, is, is when, when we dug into those kinds of accounts, they never funded, right? Because people were super happy to like sign up for them, but they never came to the I bank to, to, to make the deposit. So then they would get some fees and they would write off and go to collections. And I'm like, I don't want to do my business this way. Like this God, doesn't make any sense. And then the birds. guy, the guy who hired me was like, Hey man, we talked about this. And I'm like, well, you didn't tell me how shitty it was going to be on yeah, the back end. Well, and then I'm like, hey, look, like, like, look at the data. These accounts never fund. They never actually open. And he was like, well, still, we get, we have to do it. And then I'm like, why? Right. And then I get the, well, John's not a team player kind of thing, you know? And what that is, is that there's too many like, like silos and some of these sales roles about like, the, what that is, is that some douchebag middle management? Oh, absolutely. Just doing what I told. And, and he's yeah. like, never been on the front line in some cases yeah. or was there for a very short period of time and somebody died, right? Are they, mm-hmm. you know, and oh, he, well, he moved has a into task a slot. and he's just meeting it. But no, all. he doesn't. He's not he's trying to carve out exactly. what he's trying he's to do. He's trying to be creative at your expense of your time yeah. and effort. And I like, I like the phrase, well, corporate director directed us to do this. So you got to go do it. Absolutely. No, you're directing me to do this. Own it. And this, uh, this sucks. Right. And and that's a pretty good 
topic to talk about in accountability is own the stuff that you tell your team to do or even yourself, right? Absolutely. Like, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm doing this because it matters. And I told myself and, we could do this. Or yeah. I've done this before. Sure. You can't. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, there are certain yep. nuances. Oh, you brought something new. But remember, the task has been done by the leadership. Right? Yeah. And Jocko talks about this all the time in, in, in his podcast and on his book. He's like, he's like, if you don't know, then go be honest with your team and be like, hey, guys. I'm not sure how this is going to yeah, work I'm out. I'm not sure how this is going to work either, but like, help me out. Yeah. And like, let's just like try to move the ball. And Nothing then if it wrong with work, that statement. Then we can go back and say, hey, it didn't we work. We tried. Right? Exactly. We gave it a, st- you know. You know how many times we've been on patrol in Ramadi and just been like, I I don't know what we're, I don't really truly know what we're going to do. <laughs> and, we're just and, walking around. And, and here's the the 30,000 foot view plan because yeah. some colonel back whatever said to do this. And it's like, yeah, but, you know, you start asking why and what are and we that's, doing? And that's crazy because like, you know, I don't know how much we've talked about this on the show, but like you weren't like normal rank and file, right? I mean, you were pretty, yeah, I mean, a pretty high value asset. I right? mean, there's, there's a point where it's like, you're sending me for a reason and you yeah. probably have a reason way up there in your ivory tower is what I would say. But if say. you don't communicate it, then you lose. But you're talking to me and I'm on the ground and it's like, like I can remember one time it was like, you know, you guys need to go, um, walk in front of the Humvees because we're tired of getting the Humvees blown up. They cost too much. It's like, what? Time out. (laughs) (laughs) You want me to go prod with a stick in the ground? You're crazy, you know, but it was like, wow. But in, in their, in their map, in their mind, it was like, well, if, you know, we need to change things up. I need them to do that. They're Mm -hmm. just going to do whatever I say because they're accountable for their own actions. And so, okay. That's like a really solid point because like, what do you do when you're, uh, let's say that you're a salesperson, right? Frontline person, you get promoted up, right? And then you might get promoted again, you know, in a, in a larger structure. How do you maintain some kind of, I guess, knowledge about like what's actually happening on the front line? Yeah, no, I mean, there's definitely, I mean, literally people call them accountability meetings, right? Yeah, they I was going to say, everybody yeah. in every performance Monday. meetings is what they're yeah. normally called, right? You pull them in every month. Talk mo- about your pipeline, guys. Yeah. Every Monday, you pull them in. It's like, all right, what do we got on the schedule this week? Who's mm-hmm. meeting with whom? So I have a huge problem with those meetings, right? Because it's mm-hmm. like, I hired you to do a job, which is sell stuff, right? Mm-hmm. If you need my help, I'm always here and I'm always open to our policy. You know, you want to talk about it, you want to role play, you want to do all these things, I'm here. But if I've got to get in your shit and say, okay, you need to have seven meetings instead of six, I have a problem with that. Yeah, if you have to be babysat all the time. I mean, I mean you know, I mean, I think it's important. Now, one of the biggest conflicts Al and I ever had was I have an account and I'm on it. I know exactly what's going on, even when it doesn't look like. Sometimes things, you know. <laughs> even when I'm at the mall shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Where you at? Well, Target again. Okay, so I'm that, like, hmm, okay. Oh, that never happened. I've no I didn't know that they were one of our major accounts. <laughs> why, why are you saying that? I'm that joking. Mean, I know. Okay, make sure. It's tongue in so, cheek. So right. I think. Because you like to go to Target. We can say that, right? Isn't that your yeah. favorite store? I do. Are you I in do. Target a lot when I, I call like you? <laughs> I'm just I asking. Am I welcome to Front prices. Street, Nan? Okay. <laughs> okay, so anyway. So my point is that what to what Clint was saying, I... If Al called me every day and said, what are you doing today? I want to know where are you going to be at. And I, I think I would go crazy. I'd oh, just, yeah. Like, I don't, don't leave me alone. that, boss. I need to. I don't want to, that. No. I mean, that's just. Well, but Nan is strictly commission, right? Yeah. If she doesn't want to work, she doesn't obviously have bills to pay. Well, sure. But I, I think there's like a sweet spot there in the middle, right? Because I'm not just going to show up and, and be like, cool, here's your goal. Go get it. Because to me, that would drive me nuts. Right, like I would, I would feel very uncomfortable. Right, and honestly, whenever Al and I work together, I he, his favorite saying to me was like, "Cool, go make something happen." And I'm like, "Doing uh, what?" So that works really well for me. No, gotcha, boss. I'm, I'm on it. No, I need, I need, as a C, I need more information in that, and in that because sure. there's so much ambiguity in that statement. But right? in a leadership role, you got to know who those people are on your team because I. I will set goals with every one of my team members very, very differently based on personality alone. Okay, that's right? super important to talk about yeah, because, sure. you know, if you if you as the D are super comfortable of like, hey, I want as little information as sure. possible so that way I can go do it and feel like it's mine, and then you're doing that with someone like me, I'm going to feel very uncomfortable, yeah. right? I mean, when I'm communicating with my two super eyes on my team, it's like, hey, $30 million, we got to kill it this year. Go get that shit done. Boom, they're gone, and they're they're going to go kill it. Because mm-hmm. that's their personality, right? That, that that works well for them. Now, along the way, you know, month three, when you don't sell anything, and month four, and you got people asking you, okay, what's going on here? That That's where I have the, the breakdown of, 
I should have been more, a little more accountable of everything that was going on. And now I'm in your shit. But okay. So when that happens and, and then Al had something to say, and I don't, so don't forget it. But (laughs) when that happens and then you have to get up in their shit, as you're saying, do you, because it's so easy as a sales guy to just hope, right? I mean, and I, I think that we all have had hoped on deals in the past and stuff like this, and now we don't kind of thrive in hope. But it's so easy when you hire a sales guy, right? Especially if you don't have a CRM or process or KPIs or like a goal or a plan, right? Other than go sell this much money. Yeah. And they're like, hey, it's coming. It's coming. I'm waiting on these prospects. I got this one guy in the hopper. Man, once he closes, boss. I hear it every day. I know you do. Yeah. So how do you how do you separate that? It really that? does happen. It does happen, right? right? It, it happens with salespeople all the time. And if you don't have like KPIs and like weekly behavior counts and activities and stuff like that, th- when they hit that threshold of when they're supposed to be producing, they're going to be looking for the other job if they're not producing, right? So you miss out on all the coachable moments, in my opinion. Well, okay. So you just spoke to what where, where my thought took me. In my experience. It is that you get somebody on your team or you're bringing somebody in or you're that somebody. And in the beginning, you ask a lot of questions, man, because you, you got to get that information so you know how to skin the cat or get this job done. Mm-hmm. When that salesperson starts to falter is when they've lost deals or they've not accomplished oh, yeah. the sale. And then what that progresses into is discouragement and, and then lack of a co- yeah, avoidance, absolutely. lack of communication. So now my guy out in the field, I'm not getting any phone calls. I'm hearing crickets. Yeah. And if I let that go on too long, I'm doing them a disservice. They're maybe not fit or cut out for this type of sales. Yeah. So when you start hearing those crickets, because early on it's the eager beaver, boss, I'm on this, but hey, I got to qu- But ask the question. Right. If you're not having success, but if that goes on too long and as a manager or even accountability for myself, I'm asking questions about accounts I want to capture. And if I'm not constantly going, well, that didn't work or I got shut down here. That's an internal process as well as an external process within a corporation. And we talked about um, teamwork and that and that's what that's about. You know, you have to have someone that you're accountable to by your boss other salespeople. There's also a communication of expectation there, right? Because I don't think Clint as a D is going to go back and be and ever admit, Hey, I need some help, right? I'm struggling here. Right. I mean, like, I don't think that that's like normally in the D's warehouse. If you're, if you're unaware. Yeah. It's down. It's very far down the list for me to get to that point where I'm like, shit. Exactly. Right. Okay. I need, I need some help. But okay. But does that go back to, I'm going to modify my plan. Yeah. And if I get shut down, I'm going to own the shutdown. I'm not going to hide from the fact that I just got the door slammed on my face or I didn't make as much yeah. progress as I felt I should have. Mm-hmm. I got to go find somebody, borrow somebody to get through that door and fall and, and move me, inch me forward. Absolutely. So, and, and that's so you're not thing. against using and people to help you no, get where that, you need to be. Yeah, logical. that's a very different scenario, <laughs> what you just said versus what John said, because I think that. If I'm asking you for help, I have burned every idea and Agreed. everything that I could ever possibly think that might work. I've and done that happens. before I come to you. Yeah. Versus See, I different, go the other way. Exactly. So di- very different personality of, mm-hmm. of of a C where it's like, I'm going to do this all up front. I'm going to ask you for help, and I want guidelines, and I want all this stuff yeah. first. That doesn't work in my world at all. Well, you can't predict everything that's going to happen, so that's not necessarily true. I mean, well, things happen. Well, it's not. It doesn't you know, make it right. It's just. It's just his personality. Yeah, is right. Absolutely right. And so then, what happens? And I, I think we talked. I think about this on our culture episode. Is you know, you you get that D with you know some I, and they get promoted up, and then they're the sales manager, and they're very much like Clint, right? I'm going to figure it out, and I'm only going to come ask for help if it's like a last ditch effort. And then you hire someone like me, who wants to know lots of details, lots of information, and stuff like this. And there's lack of patience there for for the unaware D to deal well, with someone like. And me. sometimes that wears me out. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I, granted, I want to train. I want to give you some information, but if I'm constantly having to hold your hand, because sometimes I don't know, mm-hmm. I'm not in that account. I didn't go through the door. I didn't see the gatekeeper. Do you have a white knight? All these different things that I would be looking for. Maybe you're not looking for those. Yeah. So it's really hard to pat my pattern to be your pattern, except on when it is. Yeah. For sure, right? And that's why. The, this stuff is so important, right? From like sales to like regular communication to yeah. like everything else. If you don't know who you are, then Absolutely. you don't have any idea of understanding, right? Because I mean, for a long time, 
before figuring out that I was a C and I'm not like a gut driven, just going to jump and then figure it out. Like I would be like, man, how do I get that level of confidence? Sure. Right. And it's just not there. Right. I get there a different way and that's okay. Oh, absolutely. But when you're in a sales role and and you're dealing with a sales manager, who's like, man, just go figure it out. Just like I did. You'll get there. Yeah. You know, so, so my boss comes to me probably once a week, very regularly and says, um, you know, hey, Clint, is there anything I can do for you today? Is there anything you need from me? Very good Very leadership, great culture. right? Yeah, absolutely. So my answer is, why do you ask? Like, I'm serious. Why do you ask? Are we failing? Do you think we're failing? You know, like that goes in my head. It's instantly. weird to me that you that you go to there because well, I would I do, go to because there. Because otherwise I would ask you, you know, I would ask you for help if I needed it, right? But now you're asking me if I need, I feel like you're tiptoeing around a, uh, a question that you really want to ask. There's another elephant in the room you know, we're not addressing. And, and, and the answer is always like, I don't know, we're... And we're, I've done we're that. killing it. I've I just, I just want to make sure like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm getting, I'm locked up in a meeting for the next four hours. Just want to make sure you don't need me for anything. Love that approach. And it's funny because just as we were talking earlier, like I'm going to burn every bridge. And I sat down with him on Wednesday mm-hmm. and was like, Hey man, I've got a, I've got a sale going on. We made it all the way to the finish line. And then radio silence. Like I've never, to be honest with you, this is the first time it's ever happened to me where I've gotten that far and then just silence. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, it's funny. I expect it to go silent first and I know how to get out of the silence. But when I've had all these agreements and then silence, that's a new one on me. Right. So, mm-hmm. and I told him that story, exactly what I just said. And I said, you know, so I think there's a couple other things and you asked me if I needed any of your help yesterday. So I'm coming to you. I need you as a president to call their president, president to president and try to work a little bit past the relationships that I have built. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, and it was just a, it was a very working thing. It was like, well, how do you want me to do that? I said, just call the front desk how and say, he, that's how, how did he take it? Your boss. He was like, I'm on it, man. What do you need me to do? And is he a D, your boss? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's a, he's a DI. Okay. Yeah. But I have a lot of those conversations with other people in the industry that don't work for me, right? But they're the manufacturer or they know a little bit about the client. And Nan and I have these discussions and we go outside of our little box to get some more information from people because we've run into dead ends. We're mm-hmm. we're 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 at a you know a sticking point. You do whatever it takes to officially shut that file or say Excuse we me. we can't do business, mm-hmm. right? So if you run around trying to shut things down, which is probably good on the front end, but if you've got some traction, yeah. man, you want to keep that going at all cost. And anytime you get a stall. You start looking for somebody to help you with the fact that you stalled out. And that's not defeat. That's just recognizing, and that's the accountability <laughs> to th- this well, particular sales process. I think that that's territory planning, right? I mean, I mean, if you have a list of like, of like your top, your top people, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the top things that, that you think are going to be like your best clients and repeat work and all of that stuff. I think it's super important to have that, right? Because – uh, that gives you things to be constantly working towards, right? As opposed to just like crossing off behaviors and saying, well, I'm, I made the call and I left a voicemail, so that counts, right? Well, yeah. not really, right? You're just going through the motion. Exactly, right? You're on autopilot, right? And there's a big difference between autopiloting and actually being like present and mindful, you know, when you're doing these kinds of things. Yeah, and I can give you an accountability failure on my part in the last seven days that I did to my own team. And I've I've thought about it every day of like, I shit, I need to redo that meeting because of exactly what we're talking about. So I literally pulled, wheeled in one of the big spinnable whiteboards right in a conference room and brought in the team. And I said, okay, I want to get really down to basics here for just a second. Just indulge me for like 10 minutes. I have, I have a plan, right? I just need the answers from you so I can get there. And so I said, I want to write down our, our customers. That's such a D statement. I have a plan. I just need your answers. But I wasn't lying. I no, mean, I, I know mean, you weren't, right? But I mean, I'm being think when, about, when I, think, when about, I, when think I, about how Nanette would would phrase that same sentence so, in that same situation to be completely different. I, I get that, and and that's one of the parts of the failure, right? Is mm-hmm. because I instantly alienated my entire team absolutely. because it's your plan. It's my right? plan, so, right? And now I've got to get all of them to buy in. It's absolutely like, oh, excellent. Big, so big Clint's coming, so in, you know. Yeah. So I I realize that now, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so that's I okay. want to redo this meeting, and I'll have to. You know, literally tuck my tail and just say, hey, look, I screwed up. Yeah. Let's talk about this as a team. But what I wanted to do is write down our top 15 customers and rate them just on a scale of one to five. Just opinions. Mm-hmm. You know, opinions and based on what we've done in the past with them, how many jobs we've bid, because we just don't have that data. Nobody's yeah. ever tracked it. So 
I did that. And what, what the funny thing is, is like we're trying to do our double our goal from last year, you know, in one year. So that's a pretty huge task, right? And I look at the board and I think, okay, so three out of 15 are fours, no fives. Oh, wow. That That's tough, right? Yeah. And the rest of them are twos and ones and zeros. But that should mean that it's pretty low-hanging fruit, right? I mean, I mean, if they're ones and twos, then a little bit more nurturing, a little bit more engagement, you know, which is, which you should what, move them to threes or fours. Which is what my plan, right? Okay. Yeah. So communicating that statement to them, I did not do. Oh. It was just like, I was hey. about to ask, where did this fail? Was right. It? So everybody just kept saying like, uh, so why do you want to know this? Why do you want to know this? This is my, uh, these are my customers. So why you do you didn't want to know this? describe the impact or where you're trying to right. go with it. So finally I kind of just said, Hey, look, what I'm trying to do is figure out who our twos are and get them to fours. And everybody, but it was too late. You know, I'd yeah. already kind of screwed that whole thing up. So I just kind of ended the meeting. Like I have my information, <laughs> right? <laughs> thanks guys. Yeah. Lunch is being super served deep, in the conference room. <laughs> guys. Thanks a lot. I'll figure it out from here. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. And they're all just like, Oh my God, we're going to get canned at the end of the day. It's funny you say that because literally that was the look on everybody's faces. Of course it is, man. When you show up and you're like, you're like, Hey, uh, well, one guy's, he's been doing this for, you know, he's been doing this for 34 years, I think. And he was literally like, you could tell he was like, I'm not giving you any of this information so you can send me to pasture exactly. and hire a new new guy. I'm yeah. not doing this. So, But I'm so much of a team mentality type player. I know that that doesn't – you wouldn't think that as a high D, right? But Oh, I think it because, yeah. I, I love the team, right? Sure. I just love to be in charge of the team. You yeah, know, the, there's, there there's the there caveat, is. right? Yeah. So, but, but ultimately – that's a contradiction because you. I think you discovered that. Agreed, right? Yeah. So that that's some development. But right. like, I love that team mentality of like, we're going to go kill this. And and I'm the first one to give props to people that go kill it. I I never talk about me in a meeting like, hey, how'd we do this week? I'm like, hey, so and so sold two million bucks. That guy killed it on this job. Hey man, he was in a meeting. I was in a meeting with him. Super impressed with that guy. I'm always that way. Um, so I do love the team. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I get out of those meetings like that, and I feel like we have a plan. And everybody's going to go take care of their end. That's that accountability side that I just trust that everybody I just sent on their merry way, they're going to figure out their own plan. They're going to stick to their own plan to get to this goal, right? And and that just doesn't happen with different personalities. Yeah. So that's why I say the failure of that is I walk out of there and I'm like, shit, I've got to go set goals for that guy. I've got to check in with him once a day on that. And yeah, you got to unwind the damage you did or the, the fear you put into people's heart. Yeah, yeah, get, absolutely. That's, that's right? tough. It's a fine, well, it's a fine line when you're like running a team. Hey, you know? that's, a, that's a mistake I made and I'll eat that shit because now I know how to do it different. Yeah. And yeah. We'll, well, we'll fix it. That's how you, you know, there's, there's learn. the lesson learned right yeah. there. You know, go do it. If it sucks, then redo it. Right. Yeah. You'll yeah. get a second chance. Yeah. Don't you feel know. defeated. There's a so screw. when, uh, I have a question you were talking about the fact that you're okay, like passing on accolades to the team. You don't need to like own the success of the team and stuff like that. Is that part of being a D or is that part of you being like an aware D and your experience in the military and stuff like that? Um, yes. To answer your question. <laughs> um, all, a little bit of all that, but what it is is because people have never done that for me. So a high D needs a lot of accolades and need, you, you need Imagine to give that. them trophies. <laughs> Really, you because I think of the I is needing needing a lot of yeah, accolades, a lot of trophies, and but stuff. But if you tell if you, if a D goes and kills it for you, and you just like, cool man, and you walk away, it's like I don't even get a fucking thanks. I just just made you. Is, a it, is it winning enough um, for you? If it's me winning, but if I won for you, I need a little bit of boost. Okay, I need, yeah, I I need that's interesting. As a matter of fact, when I hired on with this company, I actually told our president. I, I said, you know, just you know, a thanks, just a nugget about me. A thanks goes. Forever, a million miles for me. I don't need, I don't need big, you know, checks and all this stuff. Like money's great, but a thanks for me goes a long fucking way. How He's do like, I get, hey, good to know. How do I get one of those big cardboard checks? Yeah, we only get those to the winners. <laughs> walk walk away with a two thousand dollar cardboard check. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow, it barely fits in the back seat. <laughs> Wait so, till the bank sees this. <laughs> because you know when when. When we think about teams and stuff like this, I kind of start thinking about, you know, there's like the team lead who wants to take all the credit, right? And so I normally think of the D and the I as being that person, right? You know, the D because they don't think about anybody else on the team, right? I I built this team. I'm running the team. So therefore, you're thanking me and you should because I did this thing. And the I and my and I'm I'm totally open to being wrong on this, right? You know, I'm kind of shooting from the hip here. But, you know, the I is just like, yeah, absolutely. Thanks a lot. You know, and they don't 
kind of think further down the road. Is that? I can tell you, I, I think a D does not like it when you do, when a D does all the work and then you say, well, we did that together. Like, no, we didn't, mother, because they'll call you to the that's party. Where, that, no, <laughs> no, we didn't do shit. That, that, that's where that thank you you just spoke of. Exactly. Because when your team, exactly. if I come to you and say, thanks, Clint, I really appreciate you, you know, getting me where I needed to be on this project. I w- I'm working for you for the next 20 years if you do that every Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Interesting. But the, with an I, I think if you, if you say we, they're so kind of people oriented mm-hmm. a little bit, you know, just kind of natural people oriented. It's like, uh, yeah, we, we did do that. And there's not a lot of thought, whereas I get offended, right? Oh, yeah. We didn't do shit. I did that. Oh, man. And I get, now I hate you. I get offended as well, right? I mean, I don't want I don't want a lot of accolades. I don't want, a, like, a lot of attention. You know, I'm I'm okay with a thank you, I think, you know, because I'm trying to think about how I would react in these kinds of roles. But uh, I would think you're more of the, the win is enough more than anybody at the table. Oh, for sure, right? I talk about this all the time, right? I have this idea when it comes to like, you know, training with martial arts and stuff. If I do everything right and I still lose, I got to be happy with the fact that I that I did my process. Whereas if I do like a like a bad punch or, you know, like if I'm in, if I'm in jiu-jitsu and like and like I don't secure the position but I somehow get like a submission or whatever, I should be unhappy with that result. I'm so focused on the process that the results almost don't even matter. Right. And it's taken me a while to get there. And, and there's some areas in my life where that doesn't hold true. Right. Like if I'm playing poker and I bluff because like the, the math and the numbers say so, and I get called, I had this moment of like, I was wrong. That was stupid. Don't do that again. Yeah. You know, but what's weird is like, I can get absolutely crushed in jujitsu and be like, you know what? I did everything right. I was mobile. I didn't anchor. I didn't do these things that I know to be bad. Cool. That just means I need to up my game. So it's weird. I've got elements in my life where that is like super flourishing and it's okay. And then in other areas where it's just not applicable at all. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there for sure. Right. Like I, I, when I was playing poker and was, and was doing it full time, I had this coach and and he was always on me that I was too results focused. Well, man, I lost with jacks, so I shouldn't play jacks. No, jacks is a high quality hand. Like, like you should be playing jacks. You just need to like, maybe not get married to them, you know, and stuff like this. And, uh, that like planted the seed that like enabled all my seeness. Right. And so now I'm like, look, if you run your program, hands off, you're good. Go, go get it. Nan and I go through this mental exercise a lot of times. Well, did what did you do? And if you did it right, then we're done. Yeah, we yeah. just didn't get the win. We didn't close the deal. We, we can't go any further. Let it go. Go find something that, else to do. That's a that's a very um, if you're out there and you're a sales leader, that's a mentality that you need to adapt. Well, right? and and enable right this yeah. idea that. You You're do. not going to close everybody. I mean, be logical. Right? There's, it's not. Yeah. I mean, because that's where that's where you that's where you absolutely ruin some good salespeople. Right? Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's like, hey, look, man, I I got all the information I could get. I've done everything I can. I I think we talked about it multiple times. We tried that plan. We tried this one. It didn't work. Hey, look, let's just go move on. And they get crushed for that mm-hmm. because they got bad leaders, right? Well, or they have weak leaders. Or yeah, they yeah, have yeah, weak exactly. leaders weak. that, that, yeah, that can yeah. accept that, you know, or, or the, maybe the leader's under the gun for more numbers, That's what right? I was, yeah, uh, yeah, I was yeah. You know, say. maybe his pressure's, you know, yeah. feeling it, and now he's, you know, he's counting all the losses, and maybe right. it's been a week of just yeah. not much success. And he doesn't want to go say that statement yeah. to his boss, right? That's that shit rolls downhill yeah, mentality exactly. that happens in somebody's else culture. And see, I'm always, and that's, I'm okay with that. Like, give me all the stuff, let me go report it up, and I'll sit there and take all the shit and you will feel yeah. nothing. Well, I think that well, that's just part of being a good leader. Agreed. Oh, and, right. and to build no on that, personality. to build on that, it would be, okay, this is not going anywhere. What's in your pipeline? We've got to really be, because we are on a time crunch yeah. and we've wasted some time, not wasted, but yeah. this didn't come to fruition and bills got to be paid. What's next and how can we expedite the sale that we need this yeah. week? Because a, everything is on a time frame. We have to sell something this week mm-hmm. or at least this month or at least this quarter yeah. or at least this year. Absolutely. When do you stop that and then put the gun down that your process sucks? It's not getting you where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Well, and you guys are either going to love or hate this, but you know, you can, you can, you can just focus on the results as a salesperson and it's super easy, right? Because if you're just looking at, you know, the, the, the bank account, right. And the bank account goes up, you're like, man, I'm winning. Yeah. Right. Without, without actually following a process or without actually doing good behaviors or good activities or holding people accountable or doing the things that we, we all know to be super important. 
Well, so, and I, I guess it goes back to, is there reoccurring business and revenue in the accounts that you have? Or is it one cell phone, then another cell phone, then another cell phone? Yeah. One and one and one and one and done, right? Yeah. And there's a big difference between a transactional sale versus a relationship exactly. sale. Exactly. Right? And, and when in my business, that relational sale will come back to reward us and reward of us. Of course, and reward us. Yeah. So we have reoccurring revenue. We just want more of it. Absolutely. And, we, yeah. and, and, then, and then they go through peaks and valleys depending on their patient flow and how mm-hmm. much work they're doing. Exactly. So, you, you know, you got to see it from, you know, the big, the big picture. But then you also have to break it into the smaller pieces and make sure that puzzle's fitting together exactly the way you need it to. Do you think you can be a good sales leader? Um, and if you have this idea of like limitation versus abundance or that, that everyone's got to be a yes. Do you think that you can run a, a good successful team? Well, you said limitation versus abundance. Exactly. So, so, that the, so in my experience, you're in one of two camps, right? When it comes to business and life and everything else, right? There's like, because I firmly believe there's enough business out there, right? Even with, there's not a lot of competition in my world, but even if there was, there's enough money for me, or there's enough business and opportunity for me to make as much money as I want to make, right? And that's different because coming from like a very corporate, it's like, you got to get everybody, everybody who walks in the store because you can't leave the store. You got to be on them. You got to get something. You got to turn it into a money-making opportunity. So it took a long time for me to be okay with the fact of like, hey, look, there's no, there's no buying motivation here right? They don't have a budget and that's okay. I can't make them have a budget, right? So anytime for the first year and a half, right, of working working with Jeff and the website agency and kind of being on this path of working with coaches and everything, every time I got a no, I took it personally. I did something wrong, right? Which is a lot of weight to carry around, right? It's not super healthy. But, you know, thankfully I was working with Jeff who's got uh, like a absolute abundance mindset, you know, like, hey, no big deal. Move on to the next one. Do you think that you can not have that mindset of like, man, you should have closed this, right? So something didn't go right. What are we going to do now and be a good sales leader? As an S, I I I want to be successful with every single account. Al has definitely helped me whenever I I have that angst of, oh my gosh, I can't believe I didn't get that. And he's like, well, you know. When you go through the exercise of, you know, you know, what was your process, mm-hmm. which I, I know it because we work in the same arena, it, you know, what could you have done differently? What went wrong that you could have corrected? And if it's, no, 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 yeah, we did it the way we've done it before and been yeah. very successful and built some really good relationships. And we look at our the, our key revenue producers. If we followed that model, hey. But what if you're not of that mindset? What if you, what if you're like, the D right. Who like, who, who has done it themselves. Right. They, and they don't really understand this idea of like, cause this happens, right? Like, like this happens in sales cultures. Right. And they say, why didn't you get that account? Right. I think and it's we not, identified that a few minutes ago. It's just, they're, they have someone above them putting pressure on them, causing them to have, but do you, do you think that you can be a successful sales leader with that kind of pressure that's forcing you into that fixed mindset versus not long-term? I think it will mindset? make people, just feel overwhelmed and answer simply put is yes, because it happens every day, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. People pay their bills. They get stuff done. They half of probably the majority of that mentality runs the world. They really do. I We're, guess, I guess we'd have to frame like, like what successful actually means, right? Is successful just meeting the number is successful. Like, like actually keeping like the same people and seeing them grow and flourish. If you're, and all if that. you're a salesman and you've sold, you're technically a success. I was about to say, our, I, I'm glad that you put technically in there because I was going to push back on that if you well, didn't. Of course. You know, I don't believe that model. <laughs> but I'm just saying that, you know, you know, I've got a, a buddy of mine in Houston that we've, you know, recently become, he does what I do on it for another company and we'll text back and forth, hey, how's the market? What's going on? And he texted me the other day and he, he said like, hey, man, just close these two deals. And in his world, those are f- huge for him. They're mm-hmm. huge wins. I don't know what he did to get those. And I don't know how many phone calls he made to get those two little deals. And I say little, because in my world, it's like, shit, if I, I can't imagine that I would have to scale off that. So know, he's not, he he's not an actual competitor. He's working at a lower no, level. He's than a competitor. You yeah. Um, but he just, I, I think they have a whole, a different team set up where they have a ton of salespeople and they do volume sales, right? They, they have so oh, many people okay. out there and, and I'm a little more, reversed on that approach yeah. where I'm think let's More narrow our focus and, mm-hmm. and when we commit to something we we win that thing, right? 
And if we don't, get it as fast as you can so we can go fill the void. Absolutely, yeah. Right. But that's my mentality versus their company. So when his success is, if my guys came back at the end of the month and said, hey, these were my wins for the month, and they were those numbers, I'd be screwed, right? But that's the different approach, the shotgun approach versus the the sniper bullet, right? Yeah. So, fair. you know, is he still successful? Absolutely. Absolutely successful. And he's successful because his element is created for him that that is success. Yeah. So how you measure it, it's all relative, I think. But Absolutely. Because if, like I said, if my sales guy came back with those numbers, he'd be a failure. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think it's, I, I, and that brings up a pretty key point about like, like how, you, how are you framing success, right? And how, how clearly is that communicated, right? Because if your guys go out and think like that, oh man, that's winning, Right, well, and then they come back. There's capacity, right? Um, different people have different capacities for sure. what success is, right? Um, I used to see it a lot in the project management side of construction. You could have a project manager pay that guy and another project the same amount of money. One of those could run a $60, 70000000 million job, no problem. The other guy couldn't run over a $2 million job, but you need both. Mm-hmm. You pay them both, right? Yeah, They're both on your team. They're both successful. They're very different, but it's all what they can do, not, you know, and you got to put those people on your team to be able to support what yeah, you what That you diversity. Have. Awesome. Let's get another down. All right. Team D, Mr. Clint, accountability, nuggets. Mm. What you got? Yeah, I, you know, this is probably one of your harder subjects to talk about as a D because in your world, you probably think that you're completely – right and you own everything anyway and every little bit of failures are because something somebody else did something right you got to get over that and realize that especially if you're a part of a team or you're running a team you've got to know that you know how you communicate those goals and those i need you to be here in a month and i need you to be here in two months and how you portray that and can they handle it all those things don't apply in your world, but they apply in there. So communicating all that stuff is, is hugely important. Hmm. All right. Al, team I? I think with an I, it's easy to fool yourself into thinking that you're productive and thinking that you're actually working when you're just treading water or wasting time. And to correct that in my own schedule is, like I said, that category that really I bore down on. What did I do at 8 o'clock? What did I do at 8.15, 8.30? How long did all this take? Mm-hmm. And holding yourself accountable to moving through your day as productively as you can and, and owning that, owning when you waste time, owning when you were really focused and getting something done, which is so much smaller in the hours and minutes than you think it is Okay. in most cases for me. Awesome. Nanette for S's as far as accountability. I love the way you always say awesome. Um, for me as an S, I think it's really important to be very, think my process through, be, make sure it's logical. It makes sense. Be really secure. I know whenever we work together, sec- being secure, knowing your stuff it's hugely important because when you have confrontation, then it won't backfire. You're going to, you're going to be on task. You're going to know what you're talking about. So I, for me, that's, that's everything in my plan is just being secure with it. Hmm. Uh, uh, you normally say awesome. I was just saying that wasn't an awesome. <laughs> uh, just, I'm thinking about it. I, I need to marinate on that a, a little bit. Right. Cause I, I, cause I think that that ties into, to my, you know, speaking to like team C people, mm-hmm. right. This, th- this episode has been somewhat enlightening for me because I get so much joy out of the idea that here are the behaviors I have to do. And I have these lined out and this is building towards my plan. And then I can shut it off and just go do my, my merry way, as opposed to feeling like I've got to be on all the time. I got to be selling to everybody and trying to close everybody and stuff like this. And, and that's how I operated and felt and ran forever. Right. Like, at the Kung Fu school, everyone was always talking about how John was like a sales guy, right? And that was really just meaning that I was the annoying guy who was trying to push like banking products and cell phone products on everybody I knew because it was just, I had this outlook of limitations. I got to close everybody. When I learned about KPIs and planning and all of these things and, you know, managing my behaviors and not managing the outcomes, I didn't even realize how much of a C idea that is until like we're having this conversation right here, right? I thrive in that environment and C's do. The thing to remember is that if you're a C and you're leading a team, think about how 
much that didn't resonate with everybody else around the table, right. Of, of like building a plan and building weekly behaviors and then adjusting and then holding people accountable to, to that kind of stuff, not micromanaging, but you know, building some agreements and holding people accountable. I, I live in that world, right? I, I'm an accountability partner for like four or five people, right? Because they're, because they're like, man, I'm struggling with this. You're Call a, me. You're a babysitter. I don't, I don't know necessarily that, hold on, we'll talk about that in a second. So just be aware that as a CEO, you're going to love this stuff and the numbers and the process, but like not everybody is. So you got to figure out a way so that way they can build their own, right? To Clint's point, right? The, they're going to buy into the plan that they help you build, right? Where if, if you just show up and say, this is the plan, this is what we're doing, and you don't give them any input, super easy for them to like autopilot the crap out of that thing and then throw their hands up whenever it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So to your point, right, outside of throwdown real quick, because I think that this is important, I think accountability takes a bunch of different forms, right? You can hold yourself accountable, right, to your calendar or to, like, your to-do list or anything else like that. I don't think there's anything wrong with having an accountability partner that you're sharing, hey, look, these are the things I did this week. What did you do, right? But I think I think it's got to go both ways. As long as it makes you more efficient. Absolutely. There is a For line. For sure. There's a line. Yeah. When I'm doing more paperwork and writing more stuff down and creating more goals instead of doing the actual task, right? So there – in my world, there's a very strict line of all of this isn't worth me just going and doing it, mm-hmm. right? So you can talk about shit all day long, but until you actually go do it. Absolutely, right? So. I mean, when I when I have accountability conversations with the people that are holding me accountable or vice versa, there's already a bunch of like legwork already done, right? Hey, what are my goals? What, what am I doing to get there and everything else like this? And then for me personally, it's, I don't want to get on and tell this person who like knows me and obviously cares enough about me to like try to hold me accountable that I didn't do these things. Right. And the, the, then there's things like stick, right. Um, which is like an online community and you can build traps around yourself. We didn't really talk about this today, but there's like a thing called accountability traps, right? So, if you're if you're on the KPI train and you're thinking about KPIs and weekly behaviors and activities and stuff like that, you can frame that stuff inside as inside a stick, right? You get an accountability partner and what one of my accountability partners and I did this for a while. He had his weekly counts as far as cold calling and networking and reaching out to people and stuff like this. If he didn't meet those numbers, he had to donate money to a cause he saw no value in, actually really really didn't like. And so that made him really kind of stick to his plan and follow his process. And then you have to adjust as necessary, of course, but you know, it's not in in my world when I'm having these accountability calls. It's not like a well. Let's take an hour and talk about how how, how your week was. Did you do it or not? Yeah. And if not, why? And what what does that mean for next week? Yeah. And and the reason I said what I said is because you tell an I, especially a super I, that you have to do all of these things. Mm-hmm. You have to go. I need you to sit at the desk and I need you to write all this stuff out every day. When he fails, you you, you just made an excuse for him. Absolutely. I didn't have time to go do all this yeah. stuff that I normally do. And, you know, I used to kill it before you made me do all this yeah. stuff. So you're speaking my language, man. You got to know. You yeah. Know. As like, as a CRM guy who's working with like mostly sales teams with sure. like a lot of eyes. And that's and the first thing I would want to say to you. Is that it's just like, I have to spend time with management to figure out, hey, what can we give these guys for like right. a motivator what, to like actually get. What will get they actually steak do? Knives. Steak knives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what will they actually do versus what will they use as Absolutely. an excuse to fail? Right? Absolutely. Right. So, because if you tell them that they got to do this and they fail because, as you know, because mm-hmm. they were spending their time doing it, that's that's your that's there, your sword to fall on. There's this guy that I follow and I love, and uh, he talks about that if you uh, don't track your behaviors, even if you crush the month, right, you lose half your commission because there's an agreement in place, right? You can do certain things, you're going to follow your activities and everything else, and not be j- just results focused. And I Yippee. love that, right? I know you do. I love that so I'd be much. Like. Give me half my money. I just want to win. Exactly. Absolutely. You keep right. the rest of it because it makes you feel better that winning I didn't turn in the paperwork. Winning for Great. following the process. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. there we go. All right, Mr. Professor. Yeah, I would, I would say, uh, yeah. They're so much know. smarter than me because they put their shit down. Right on. Go with that. That's why you're in academics. Keep it up. That's why this, that's why this podcast is so much fun to me, though, is because we're not saying that this is the one avenue to do that. Oh, right? for sure. Yeah. There's a thousand ways of, of getting <laughs> exactly. it done. That is right? the fun part. Yeah. Cause we all like have decent lives here, right? Yeah, exactly. You're, I would fail miserably at trying to be John. I yeah. would, I'd be yeah. just a horrible C. Yes, you <laughs> imagine that, right? Yeah. I'm like, right? it's and, not and on and paper. Well, you, it's right up here in the old noggin. You couldn't work for me. <laughs> yeah. 
right? I don't want to. I know you don't, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't hire you. Yeah, well, there there is that, right? I mean, we we would we would get to this accountability part of the conversation, and I'd be like, "Hey, Al, like like okay, let's build out your your weekly plan," and you'd be like, "Man, I'm just gonna kill it," and I'd be like, "Nah, <laughs> nah, I, I no, I'd go." Mm. <laughs> That's his. Well, so let's no, let's wrap up no before point. we get down on like or another change. Go down another thirty. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. So all right. Awesome. Right. Thank you guys. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Post po- post uh, podcast uh, yeah, banter there for sure. Uh, if you know Good anybody stuff. else in sales who's struggling, please share this with them. It's hard enough. Uh, you don't have to be out there by yourself. If you need an accountability partner, find one. It doesn't necessarily have to be in call the same John. company. Yeah, call mm-hmm. me. Right. Send me an email, John at Sales Throwdown. If you need some accountability help, I will. I will help you or I'll find someone to help you out. Go call me. Exactly. Yeah. Well, hey, do you want to meet Al? He's a, he's a great accountability partner. You're blowing it up. Great job. <laughs> Keep it up. Awesome. So uh, share this with everyone. If you're following us on social media, that's great. Share it, please. Everything is at Sales Throwdown. If you don't know where you are or what team you're on, Team I, Team C, D, Team D, Team S, send us an email, assessments at salesthrowdown.com, and we'll get you hooked up. Thanks a lot, everybody. Bye.